This is Philly Sports with Giovanni. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Blitz is coming. Hurts sees it. Gets rid of it. It's caught for the touchdown! Here's your host, Giovanni Hamilton. Are you listening to this podcast and you're getting ready for week one and you don't have a place to place your bets? Well, guys, I have a solution for you. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest place to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available right from your mobile device. Head to the website or use the mobile device to sign up today and get in the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome back to the Giovanni Show. Today we have on somebody that I am proud to call one of my friends, the Blue Meanie. What's up, man? Oh man, it's so good to be back with you, buddy. Uh, it's been too long, uh, mostly my fault. Uh, my schedule is crazy. Uh, but hey, uh, you said, hey man, you want to, it's Dallas week, you want to come on? I was like, absolutely. I, you know, who better to talk uh Eagles football, especially Dallas week, did my boy Giovanni. So here we are, bro. Yes, sir. I'm super excited. Um, so a big game this week. Obviously oh. coming off of a horrible loss last week. Yeah. What adjustments would you like to see this week? Well, I mean, they call this stretch the gauntlet for a reason, right? You know, and I think the gauntlet started with the last Dallas game. Uh, you know, Dallas you know, Kansas City, Buffalo, those are all games people kept predicting the Eagles to lose, right? And then, you know, they lose last week to uh to uh excuse me, don't Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I am on another planet. Uh we lost to the 49ers and then uh, now everybody's going, see, told you. Told you the Eagles were gonna lose. And, uh, well, if you keep predicting they're going to lose and they lose once, okay, you know, you're going to be right once. But uh, I think the 49ers game was a learnable moment. Um, you know, it's easier for a team to fix problems after a loss than when you, you know, you're constantly winning. So if you're winning, you don't want to mess up the, the chemistry and, the, you know, what's going on. You don't want to be the jinx. But now they've lost in spectacular fashion as they did. I think this week they uh, fix a lot of the mistakes, and I think they go into this Dallas game uh, ready to uh, right the wrongs that they did last week. And one of those wrongs was they need to run the ball. Uh, I believe they only ran the ball against San Francisco four times, or no, 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 six, yeah, Six times. I don't have the stats for me. I don't like to read stats or anything. I just like to come on a free form uh, talk. But yeah. uh, and that's not enough, man. That's not enough running, and especially not enough Swift. You know, I mean, Gainwell for some reason has been doing more running than Swift. Uh, 
I don't know if they're trying to conserve his energy for like a playoff stretch. I don't know what why they're holding back on Swift, but they need to get uh, Swift and the running game going this week against Dallas and just you know wear that wear that defensive line down. You know, and the best way to you know wear a defensive line down is just constantly run the ball at them and let our our front our offensive line manhandle their de- defensive line. So get back to basics, get back to what your strengths are. You know, I always, I'm a big believer of, you know, accentuating the positives and hiding the negatives and the positive, you know, the main positive with our offense is our running game. And uh, that also takes a little pressure off Jalen with having Jalen. So Jalen doesn't have to play hero ball at the end. Cause we're always falling behind you know, in the first half and then making those spectacular comebacks in the second half. You know, if Jalen's just running the ball and then throwing it when he, you know, needs to, you know, then uh, I think, you know, a, a good balanced offense will will help fix, you know, whatever problems they had leading up to the 49er game. A hundred percent. And uh, we saw that guy out front of the Novacare complex that had the sign that said run the ball and uh, apparently Nick Sirianni brought him coffee so hopefully he saw that sign and took the advice but uh, yeah. I, can, I can't agree with you more I mean we need to pound that run game when you have a guy like DeAndre Swift who can pick up you know six yards minimum um, on some of these runs that he's making it's just it's pointless to me to keep forcing uh, passes into windows that just are not there. So I completely agree with you. I'm super excited to see what we do this week. Um, obviously, you know, it's a huge game because a guy like Shaquille Leonard, who was kind of, you know, working Funny. with these teams, you know, he was working both of them. He was going back and forth to the different complexes and seeing which one he wanted to go to. And now he has to play Dallas. The other team who wanted him, so it's going to be a little bit more personal for him. So I'm super excited for that. Yeah. Um, I'm so, definitely enjoying the storylines there. You know, this it's like uh, it's like the Bachelor. Who's he going right. to propose to? You know, instead of a rose, he gives him a helmet or something. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> I choose Philadelphia. Yeah, I, I, uh, I said this to my mom. I was like. You know, he probably just went and Nick Sirianni showed him the Kelly Green uniforms and he was like, sold. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would have done. <laughs> he probably went to Dallas and went, I'm just here for the buffet. I'm just here for the free lunch. <laughs> I'm trying to get some uh, mileage points with my right. flyer miles. But uh, I pick a Philly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Have some more lobster before I go. Right. Um. So what did you think about that Shaquille pickup? Dude, they need it. Uh, you know, I mean, you're you were closer to Shaq Leonard. You you got more of a you got more intel on him. You know, you you know, being living there in Indiana and watching the Colts and stuff like that. But uh, dude, they needed him. He, he he's a stud. I mean, he looks like a. You look at Shaq Leonard. You go, not only you know, is that a man's name, Shaq Leonard? That's a that's a manly name. Uh, he looks like he looks the part and we need that guy up in the middle there. You know, uh, they were, you know, the 49ers killed us. Speaking in the run game, we got killed with the run game. You know, once they realized they could impose their will on our defense, they were running it like a hot knife through butter, you know, and, uh, 
you know, they, they needed that help. I thank God, uh, Cunningham, I hear is coming back. Um, yeah, we just, you know, we are cursed in the middle linebacker department, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles. So, uh, anything to help stop the bleeding, you know, and, uh, you know, he's got a resume. Is he, you know, uh, the be all end all we'll see, but it's definitely better than what they've, they've had. He, you know, he's got experience and, uh, hopefully he can, you know, put some licks on some guys and make them think twice about running that ball, you know? Yes, sir. Um, I cannot agree with you more again, because that middle linebacker, I don't remember a time meaning where we have had good linebackers. I really just can't. There's yeah. never been a good linebacker room um, in the time of me watching football. So I'm excited. You know, obviously, like you said, I know him on a, a more personal level. Um, yes. We're good friends. We go back a few years ago, and um, he brings a lot to this team on the field and off the field. I mean, he's going to be a great person. I know he's going to be doing stuff in the community for Philly, which is just amazing. So uh, I'm excited to see that. But also his biggest thing is when he gets to that ball, he punches it out. So I'm excited to see some turnovers. Good. good. It's good to know. Uh, you know, and then that, you know, that aspect helped us against the Chiefs. You know, Kelsey had the ball. You know, I, I believe it was Cunningham went up and, uh, either Cunningham or Ro- Robley, Roby uh, went up to and then punched the ball out. You got to do that. You know, uh, you know, CD Lamb. I want to see somebody put a, a lick on CD Lamb and just, you know, flowers pop up or something. I don't know. Just some, something really cartoony, a big hit on him and just make him go, okay, I'm not going over that way. And I think Shaq Leonard. Stars above his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some Looney Tunes kind of stuff, man. Just hit somebody. I'm begging you. You know, and that's another thing, man. In this 49ers game, they weren't tackling. They were trying to do that, okay, I'll hit you and maybe you'll go down. But you can't hit Christian McCaffrey like that. He's just going to bounce off you and keep going forward. You got to wrap a guy up and, you know, pull him down, man. I mean, there were suplexing, you know, Devontae Smith over on the sideline, you know, and Big Dom had to say, hey, enough of that. <laughs> you know? But, yeah, you got to tackle people, man. You got to hit people. You got to make people, you know, make it to, you know, make a decision whether they pick the right profession when they're out there playing against you, you know? They're like, man, should I, should I really be a football player out here? You know, just, but, you know, we got to hit people, man. And, I mean, not dirty, just – put a lick on them to make them uh, reassess their, you know, their life choices, you know? Right. We need to make them think twice about running that route. So absolutely. Um, I'm so excited. Hopefully. I mean, I've been asking for this pretty much all season. We need to stop with the weak zone coverage. We need yeah. some man coverage when yes. we have a, such a great secondary, like we do, we need to stop playing this weak zone and going for these weak tackles. So I can't agree with you more there. Um, so my next question for you is, uh, what do you think about the possibility of Zachary's coming back home? Dude, it would be a, uh, a storybook ending. It would be, that would be the cherry on the top when the, or the, the bow on a, on top of such a, a such a great career. Zachary's the man, um, 
I was sad to see him go. I, I didn't want to see him go, but I understand business. You know, you need to have, uh, you know, Dallas be, you know, Dallas Goddard, you know, uh, be the man in the offense. And sometimes it's hard to, you know, make it would, it, it was going to be hard to have Dallas be the number one when you still have a great player like Zach Hurts there. So they had to do what they think they thought they had to do and, uh, they traded him. But, you know, if the Cardinals are willing to let him go and he's free and clear to come back, he's great for depth. You know, you know, have, bring him back. Cause I mean, enough of the, since Dallas Goddard's been out, how many tight ends did they throw to? Two? Maybe there's maybe two paces to a tight end. You know, you get, uh, you know, you get that, those wide receivers out there. You get, you know, Dallas and Ertz out there all at the same time. And then defenses have to pick who are we going to cover? You know, Dallas was out, you know, so they're like, okay, we could either double up on AJ or we could double up on Smitty. You know, now you got Dallas coming back. You got, you know, Dallas Goddard coming back. Get Zach Ertz out there. And th that defense has to go, man, who do we cover? You know, you get a lot of one-on-one -on -one situations, a lot of winnable situations. You know, AJ and Smitty have no problem going up for those one, you know, those 50-50 balls. You know, and it's, it's, it would just be an added element to this explosive offense. I'd love to see Ertz come back and be in the Eagles jersey and uh, hopefully have another good playoff run. You know what I'm saying? A hundred percent. I can't, I, I hope that it happens. I need it to happen. Yeah. Um, I, I, I want to see that 12th personnel, like you were saying. Um, I think that it could really work, especially. Like you said, guys are going to be like, who do we cover here? So right. there will be a lot of one-on-one -on -one situations. So I think that that'll be perfect. I think Nick Sirianni's biggest thing right now, though, is he doesn't want to have too many cooks in the kitchen. So, uh, I mean, he's kind of right there. We do have so many people for Joe and a target, but what's another person? He's going to yeah. love that. He's going to love all the options, and uh, I think that, if Sirianni can trust Jalen to make the right reads and make the right passes, it's it'll be magic. Yeah. And and Jalen needs this game. Um there's a lot of disrespect thrown his way by the 49ers after this game. And it's it's uh it's frustrating. You know, I get angry, you know, when people disrespect my team, disrespect my quarterback. He's one of the best in the league. And if you watch any outside media, you wouldn't know it, you know, he's done all these spectacular things on offense and he's a dual threat, you know, with his arms and with his legs. And, you know, I, th I, th I think this game, you know, come out and make a point, make a statement. And, uh, unfortunately it's too late to get Ertz in here for this game. I mean, I, I want to see Ertz come back, but this game with, against Dallas, it needs to be a statement game because, We've, we haven't, you know, the Eagles haven't swept the Cowboys, you know, in the season since maybe 2011, I believe. And, uh, you know, it's been a while since they won in Dallas. So, you know, they need, they need to make a statement with this game. Um, and, you know, go down there, make a statement and come back. And then, uh, the re basically, I don't want to say the rest of the season is easy. 
but it's it's definitely manageable between the Seahawks playing the Giants twice and playing the Cardinals, you know. And you especially want to see Ertz come back, you know, and face the Cardinals, you know, just to not that like he was there forever, but you know, it's just it'd be a good for him to go back and be like, you know, this is the guy you hired and this is the guy you wasted at Arizona. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so my last question for you, Meanie, is yes, uh every single podcast, um <laughs> I try to do a uh anti bullying yes. uh, campaign in a way. So um my last question to you is, in your opinion, what is one way that we can stop bullying for the youth? A good way to stop bullying for the youth, it comes down to parenting, I think. You know, um, you know, look, I was bullied as a kid, believe it or not, you know. Of course, I was, you know, I wrestled for hardcore ECW and I wrestled for WWE and you think, ah, you know, being a wrestler is tough, but I come from, I had a really tough childhood, you know, uh, I got bullied a lot and, uh, I got bullied because, you know, my mom was a single parent. Other kids had moms and dads. I got bullied for having asthma. You know, I couldn't play the other kids' reindeer games. I couldn't go out and do things because I couldn't breathe. Then, you know, once you get bullied for, you know, being a, a kid of a single parent, you get bullied for having asthma and not being athletic. That leads to depression. That leads to eating, you know, depression eating. And I got fat. And so I started getting bullied for being fat. So, like, it seemed like I couldn't catch a break as a kid. And these these kids... And kids are mean, you know, um, you know, kids have no filter. And to me, I think if somehow, like if a, if a parent is aware of their child bullying another child and they don't correct it, that's just, just as bad. That's doubly as bad as a kid bullying. Cause sometimes kids don't know better to uh stop bullying but it needs a parent to go hey cut that out that's not right would you like it if somebody said that to you you know what i'm saying uh you know uh, you know complicity is just as bad as you know a kid bullying um now being bullied uh my bet my best my best defense against bullying was just not to let them know that they're getting to me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, have, I've all, I always had like a, a tough exterior to where that, you know, somebody said something to me, don't acknowledge it, move forward. And then, you know, once I get into the privacy of my own, own room, go uh, get, get into the privacy of my own bedroom, you just go, what is going, you know, just, you know, uh, then you, uh, you can get emotional and, you know, in wrestling, we have the term selling, you know, you know, when somebody throws a punch, you sell it, you know, or we see it on a football field, you know, you know, when the guy flops or LeBron flops, he's selling like he's hurt. You know, I, I say, don't sell for the bullies. Don't, don't put them over. Don't let them know that they're getting to you. Once you let a bully know that he's got you, he will never let up. But once they realize they're not bothering you, 
they'll get bored and stop and move on because they've lost. Once you've given a bully just one inkling that they bothered you, they've won. You know, same with like trolls on Twitter. Never, you know, reply to the trolls because once you reply, they they come out like bees. They come out like a swarm and they all gang up on you. Well, once you go, whatever, they go, yeah. oh, well, that wasn't fun. You know, so when it comes to bullying, uh, to, to stop it, it all starts at home. I believe, um, it's got a, a parent needs to explain to a child how, what is wrong with bullying and how, you know, and flip the tables and say, Hey, would you like, if somebody did that, like that, that's something my grandmom did. She's like, don't you do that? What, what if he did that to you? Would you like it? You know? And I would have to sit back and go, no, I wouldn't like it. And I wouldn't do it. You know, there's a difference between, you know, busting chops, you know, as we say in wrestling, you know, or in the wrestling business, ribbing, you know, playful fun, making fun, you know, having a good joke, then just being mean spirited, you know, you know, I have, you know, a certain set of friends, they could say whatever they want to me and it's not going to bother me because I know they're breaking, you know, I know they're saying what they're saying to me with love, you know, you know, if I, if I trip, you know, if I'm walking down the street and I trip, ah, look, you know, Brian's, you know, goofing on, you know, whatever. But if a total stranger said it to me, I'm like, oh, now we got a problem. But, you know, uh, to get back to your point, I, I know I get a little long-winded to end bullying or to curtail bullying. It needs to start with the parents and just the parents going, hey, cut that out. Uh, if you're a child and you're being bullied by uh, somebody in school, say something. You know, say something to a teacher, say something to a principal, say something to that, your friend's parents. Cause there, you know, there's sometimes there could be bullying and, you know, you know, uh, the parent is unaware as well. So just, uh, this talk, you know, just be brave. Don't keep on, keep on a tough exterior, but also talk. You know, you know, if somebody's messing with you, you go, it's somebody, if there's somebody, you know, and they say something across the line, be like, Hey, uh, what, is there a problem here? Uh, why are you doing this? And if a guy goes, I'm just having fun, be like, Hey man, I don't joke like that. You know, there's so many different things you could do. And they, these are the things, you know, I'm, I'm 50 now and I've gone through this a lot in my life. It's always been, Oh, Brian's fat. Brian's this, Brian's that, Brian's that. And it's always just, you know, a matter of just having a, a, a brave exterior and not let, not, don't let the bullies win. Cause once they, you, you acknowledge them, they've won. If you ignore them, they'll get bored and go away. And so hopefully that answered your question. Uh, but it, it's, it's a shame, you know, and, and it happens a lot, you know, uh, from childhood to adulthood, you know, you know, with just, I've seen it happen, you know. And it's a, it's unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, you already know how much it happens to me. Um, it's, it's basically just an everyday thing for me to be honest. And it's either my teeth or the way that I look different or just stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, it, it does hurt a lot and it's just a mental battle that I have to 
face every day when I wake up, but it's yeah, it, it's worth it because I've gotten to this point where I'm so blessed in other ways that I have an outlet to talk about football and I'm really starting my career this way. So um, I'm very blessed. And I think that to have what I have is better than to look like any other 16 year old. Dude, let me tell you something. I, I, I saw your, your kindness huddle and uh, it tugged at my heart, man. I wanted to reach through the screen and give you a big old hug, but uh, you can't, you can't acknowledge it. I mean, you can in, inwardly acknowledge it, but to them, to, to the people who say the, the mean things, there's something going on in their life that they feel the need to bring other people down. You know what I'm saying? People who, who, you know, especially if you're an adult, you know, just the people who are outwardly trying to hurt somebody else's feelings probably have something going on in their own life and they feel like the need to take it out on somebody else. I had a crappy day. I'm going to take it out on somebody else. All you have to do as an individual, Giovanni, is just keep living your best life. You're how old are you now? 16. You're 16, man. I would gladly trade places with you, you know, just, <laughs> but keep, keep the knowledge I have now, but put it in your 16 year old body. Just, uh, dude, life gets better, man. This, and then you're living your best life. I'm, I'm looking at the wall. You got, you got all these awesome photos. You got these awesome framed photos. I wish I could. I mean, I have stuff. I wish I had the foresight to get them framed and all this stuff, but you're, you're, you're living a great life. Somebody feels the need to say something wrong to you. That's on them. They they probably got something bad going on in their life, but you just got to keep doing what you're doing. Wake up every day. You wake up as a, it's a good day. Every day you put your feet on the ground is a victory. And, uh, you just keep doing what you're doing with the podcast with, you know, becoming a journalist, uh, and, and just lead, lead your best life. And, Trust me when I say you are an inspiration to others. You know what I'm saying? You know, other people could just fold up their tent and, and quit. And, and, but you haven't folded up your tent. You, you've put your flag in the ground and said, this is who I am. This is who I'm going to be. And you're going to have to live your life according to me. And that's what you need to do. You know, you're, you're already ahead of the game. You know, when I was a kid, when I was 16, I was still playing with my LJN WWF figures, even though I probably should have gave them up when I was 10, you know, but I still had that dream of being a professional wrestler, you know, when I was 16, I was, you know, trying to figure out who I was going to be. And this, you're at the perfect age of who am I going to be? You already know what you want to be. It's just a matter of just every day, waking up, putting your feet on the ground, put your, put a comb through your hair and go, I'm Giovanni and this how my this is how my life's going to be. And you're going to be successful because you already have a good start. You already have a good support system in place to to help you. And you got so many people who want to see you succeed. You can't worry about the 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 people that are miserable in their own lives and trying to make bring you down with them. You know, when somebody's drowning, they reach for the person closest to them and try to bring them down with you. You gotta you just got to keep swimming, man. Just keep swimming. 
and uh, I believe in you and so many people believe in you that, uh, you know, and yeah, I'm always a phone call away. I'm always a text away if you ever need, you know, somebody to talk to. So, and you got so many people in your life who care about you. Just, just keep doing what you're doing, man. You're, you're winning every day. You are winning. Yes, sir. I appreciate you coming on today and, uh, Anytime. Talking to me. thank you. Thank you, man. Yeah, man. Uh, let's wrap this. Oh yeah. If we're going to wrap this up, let's say, uh, what, this, uh, well, where do you think the score is going to be, buddy? I'm thinking, I mean, it was a sloppy Dallas game last game. And I think yeah. that that's been the, the story of this entire season has been just sloppy victories. So I think it's going to be like a 28, 27 type of game. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad. I clutch your armrest kind of game where you, dude, my, my big toe shoot up through my sneaker, you know, <laughs> I'm all, I'm all wound up, you know, and, uh, wearing out the carpet in my living room because i'm pacing back and forth but <laughs> you know uh yeah i i agree with you it's going to be a tight one and it's, i think it's going to come down to the last second and uh it's not going to be good for my anxiety right <laughs> so yeah I'll, I'll agree with you 28 27 that sounds about right well man thank you so much for coming on today and uh go birds go birds